praise the Lord, everybody. How many are glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Oh, why don't we stand to our feet just for a moment and do that, could we? Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. He's worthy today of all praise. Oh, He is King of kings and Lord of lords. He is Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. Amen. He's the bright and morning star, the lily of the valley, and the sweet rose of Sharon. And his name is Jesus. Aren't you glad today that you know who Jesus is? Amen. How many in here has he dipped into your life? Amen. And touched your heart and ministered to your soul? Amen. How many in here has he pulled you out of the miry clay and put your feet on the rock to stay? Praise God. He's worthy today of all glory and honor. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. We give honor today to all that have come to worship at Praise Temple Apostolic Church, all of our guests today. Amen. We're glad that you're here with us. Praise the Lord. Brother Ben, it's good to see you today. I give you honor. We're glad to see you in the house of the Lord today. Praise God. I know we've got other guests, but amen. We give all of you honor today. I would tell those that made prayer meeting on Saturday, wow, what a prayer meeting. Amen. I, I want to tell you, if you haven't been able to make it, Amen. Make it a point to come to prayer meeting. And I guarantee you, you will not be let down. The presence of God has been moving and the power of God has just swept through this place. And God honors prayer, doesn't he? Praise the Lord. He said, if my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Amen. I believe today that when the church begins to seek the face of God, when people begin to seek the face of God something begins to break and revival begins to happen amen and we're seeing it here amen God is moving and ministering and amen I know today that revival is not coming it's here amen all you've got to do is reach out and get hold of it in the name of Jesus praise the Lord if you have your Bibles I want to go to the word for a little while this morning we're going to go to 1 John Chapter 4, we're going to begin at verse 1. 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. While you're turning there, we would like to tell Brother and Sister Bogle, Brother Bogle lost his mother this past weekend. We give you honor and our condolences again Brother Bogle Amen and uh, we're praying for you and your family during this time praise God God knows all about it doesn't he he knows all about it praise the Lord I feel the Holy Ghost in this house I said I feel the Holy Ghost in this house praise the Lord First John chapter 4 scripture said beloved believe not every spirit but try the spirits whether they are of God because many are false prophets are gone out into the world 
Hereby know ye the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. Whereof you have heard that it should come even now already, it is in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Everybody say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. He goes on to say, they are not of the world. Therefore, speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. And he that knoweth God heareth us. And he that is not of God heareth not us. I want to focus on this last line. Hereby know we the spirits of truth or the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. I have been preaching, ministering along the line of end times and the day and hour that we're living in and I believe that it is a day of revival but also know today that we are living in an age of apostasy men and women are falling away and I believe today that we have been getting instruction in the word of God as to this day and this hour and how we're supposed to behave and what we're supposed to look for and I want to preach on this topic just for a few moments trying the spirits. I know this is for uh, for those that are a little more mature, and I believe today that everyone can receive something out of the word. But I want to tell us today that we're going to challenge us by the word, because Scripture tells us, Amen, in John, that we are to know the spirits, to try the spirits, to see whether they be of God. Praise the Lord. Would you ask the Lord to help me bless this today? Lord, we love you. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the anointing of Christ. We thank you, Lord, that we know that you're in this house delivering and loosing and set free. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray whatever you desire, whatever you want to manifest in this place, Lord, let the glory of God to come down. Thy kingdom come, Lord. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Praise God in the name of Jesus. Lord, have your will and your way. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, Amen. Praise God. You can be seated today. Praise the Lord. From the beginning, Satan has set himself against God's people, desiring to destroy God's elect and his anointed. We don't preach on this much and there is a press, if you would, in the day and hour which we're living in. People want us to preach them happy. Amen. We desire to be just uh, cheered up with the word. But I want us to know today that not only are we given the word to cheer us up, but to, to direct us, to minister to us, to lead us, to show us something, to give us some revelation of what direction to go in and how we are to perceive some things in our life. So we must know that according to the word, John was speaking of the last day. 
From the beginning, Satan has set himself against God's people desiring to destroy God's elect and God's anointed. How many know that today? God's word tells us in Ephesians 6 and 12, and we're all familiar with this scripture, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness in this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. I want to tell you today that whether you realize it or not, you are in a spiritual battle of your life. Amen. And you are to make heaven your home. And I will tell you that on your way there, that you will battle hell. Hell will rise up against you and do its best to stop you from living for God. And I'm here to tell somebody, you can make it. Amen. I want you to know today you can make it. You don't have to fall by the wayside. You don't have to be a casualty of the war. Amen. You can make it in the name of Jesus. Oh, I believe that today. Amen. But I believe today that we need to understand that we're in a war. And some would say, what war? What are you talking about? I would tell you that if you would say that, if you would utter those words, then you're not in the fight. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm in the fight. And I feel the effects of that fight on a daily and weekly basis. The enemy of your soul has made it his mission in this world. Amen. That is, if all possible, he would confuse God's elect and disconnect the church from the voice of God in our lives. Amen. Jesus told Peter this, Peter. He said, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as weak. Amen. That word have comes from the word echo, and it means to possess or to corrupt. So Jesus was telling Peter this. Amen. Peter, Satan has desired, amen, to have you or corrupt you, that he can sift you as wheat. Now I want to preach today to the congregation. I don't want any words to be wasted. I want the congregation to know this, that Satan has desired to have every one of you. He longs to get hold of every one of you. He wants to wreck your life. He wants to wreck your family. He wants to demolish the unity in your household. He desires to hurt the church. Why? Because that is his mission. That is what he desires to do in this day and hour. Amen. But I want to tell you today that whether you know it or not, you have authority in your life and you do not have to be, amen, put about by the devil in your life. Hallelujah. The devil desires to disconnect God's elect, amen, the church from the voice of God in our lives. He is so skilled at deceiving that in Matthew's writing, Jesus said that in the last day there shall arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible they shall deceive the very elect and that the days shall be shortened 
to save his elect. I, I want to tell the church this, that uh, if you're not operating sometimes in and understanding, amen, what the will of God is in your life. If you are not spiritually discerning, you will miss some things in your life. And I would say this today, that whether you realize it or not, if you're not careful, the devil will slip past you. He will get past your guard. He will slip by you. And I'm talking about the very elect of the church. I don't care how long you've lived for God. I don't care how many battles you've fought. I don't care how how many wars you've been in with the enemy, I want you to know that if you are not discerning, if you're not spiritually careful, amen, I'm here to tell you that the devil himself will get by you and he will wreck your life. Uh, what am I telling us today? That if we've ever needed to pray, it's today. Uh, if we've ever needed to be made aware of the spiritual battle that we are in today, uh, it's right here and right now. Uh, I want you to know Know that if you're living for God part time you're in trouble if, if this is a pastime for you I'm here to tell you you're in trouble uh, you need to get geared up uh, you need to get ready why because the enemy of your soul is trying to wreck you amen we don't like hearing about this kind of stuff man we love the message of prosperity feel goodism amen I I want to say today without trying to offend anyone, whether we realize it or not, we are living in a generation of thumb suckers. I don't know other way to say it but that. Amen. We have never seen people amen, fall by the wayside so easily as we do today. Amen. We've never seen people whine so much as we do today. We have never seen so many weak spiritually as we do today. We live in an age where everybody's got to have a stay space and they've got to have a quiet room and they don't want to be offended. I want to tell you that whether you realize it or not, the enemy of your life wants to wreck your life. He wants to demolish your family. Amen. And it's time for you to come out of your safe space. Uh, it's time for you to lay down the toys that you've been playing with. Uh, it's time that you get a hold of this thing and realize uh, you need to fight for your mother and your father and your sisters and your brother. I'm here today to tell you that whether you realize it or not, you're in the battle of your life. Amen. Feel goodism will not get you there. Amen. I will tell you that you can feel completely all right about something and be absolutely wrong. General right? Amen. As a matter of fact, some of the right decisions that you make in your life will feel absolutely wrong. If you're going from your gut feeling many times, you're going by the feeling in your flesh. And I want to tell you today that whether you realize it or not, your flesh will lie to you. Amen. There's an enemy of your soul that is so skilled at deceiving. Amen, that the Bible said in the last days, again, that there would be false Christ and false prophets that will show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect and that the days shall be shortened to save his elect. And today I'm not here, amen, to make us afraid, but to evermore make us aware of the tactics of our enemy. 
Amen. I want you to know today that the enemy has desired to have you. In 2 Corinthians 11 chapter, the Bible tells us beware of false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Amen. Make no mistake. Amen. The devil is not a cartoon. Amen. He's not a cartoon. Amen. He's not a cartoon character running around in a red outfit with a pointy tail and a pitchfork that you'll find it in the Sunday newspaper. Amen. Jesus said this, he goeth around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Amen. How does he do this? Amen. Scripture said Satan himself is transfigured into an angel of light. Therefore, it is of no great thing if his ministries... Oh, listen to me today. The devil has his own ministry team. Amen. You want to know why we work at organization in a church? You want to know why we work at headship and operate? Amen. And putting things in order because I want you to know that hell is in order. The enemy of your soul operates like that. Amen. Jesus even spoke about it when they said, amen, that the devil was casting out devils. He said, a kingdom, he said, that is divided, cannot stand. Amen. Hear me today. Amen. You've got to get organized in your prayer life. You've got to get organized in getting hold of God. You've got to get organized. Why? Amen. Because the kingdom that is organized against you, amen, is trying to take you out. And if you don't realize that, I want you to know that you'll never make it. Uh, I want to tell the church this today. It's time that we, the church, toughen up. Uh, it's time that we get up. Uh, it's time that we fight up. Uh, it's time that we pray up. It's time that we get up and start fasting. It's time that we lay aside some things. Why? Because the devil wants to destroy you. We're living in a day where the devil has infiltrated the church. Amen. I've said before, as long as the water is on the outside of the boat, we're okay. When the water gets in the ship, Brother Danny, that's where we're in trouble. Amen. So let me the devil is brazen. He's not afraid, amen, to walk in the church house with you and sit right down on the pew with you. Is that all right? Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. How can that be? I've had people ask me that same thing. Brother Cook, how can that be? Amen, because he is the master of deception. Amen, it's no great thing if his ministries, his own ministry team, also be transformed as ministers of righteousness whose ends shall be according to their work. I'm going to remind us today that scattered throughout God's word, God repeatedly tells us to beware of these spirits. Second Peter 3, the Bible tells us, Beloved, seeing you know the epistles. Paul was saying this, or Peter was, amen, that you know the word of God. He said, Beware lest you also be led away with the error of the wicked and fall from your steadfastness. Fastness. Me? Amen. You mean I can fall? You mean after living for God many years, I, 
I'm telling you today that I have seen great preachers fall by the wayside. I have seen people that have lived for God for years, amen, that have fallen by the wayside. I have seen God's elect get involved in something that consumed them. And the next thing you know, they'll fell by the wayside. I want to tell you again today, amen, that if the church has ever woken up, it's time that we, the church, would wake up and realize today this, that you better wake up and you better fight a good fight. You better strap on your sword. You better put on your helmet of salvation. You better get your feet shod with a preparation of the gospel of peace. You better put on your breastplate of righteousness. Why? Because the enemy of your soul desires to take you out. And if you're not living for God, if you're not fighting, you're losing. And I want to tell you today, you need to make up in your mind I am going to fight the good fight too many people are playing too many people are letting this world devour them letting the condition the situations of this world eat them up I want to tell you that it ought not be so but it is the enemy of, our, enemy of our soul despises, amen, every jot and tittle of the word. Peter, the great apostle, declared this. You know the word. You know the epistles. Amen. I, I want this to sink in today. Amen. Did you know that the enemy knows the word? Amen. You'll find in the word where he actually quoted. Amen. So think it not strange. Amen, when some can quote the word. The great apostle declared, you know the word. The enemy of our soul despises every jot and tittle of the word. And I want you to know this. Amen, and and I, I would tell us this today. Amen. When you're trying to find the will of God in your life. And how many are looking for the will of God in their life? Let me tell you how to quickly find the will of God in your life. Amen. Examine what is not the will of God in your life. If you're trying to measure this, if you are trying to put this down to where you can examine it, let me tell us this today. Amen. Uh, The devil don't want you to go to church. So Sister Hussey, what would be the will of God in our life? That we come to the house of God. The devil doesn't want you to pray so I know the will of God concerning prayer in my life. Amen. The devil don't want you to get involved with the word because he knows the power and the authority of the word of God. Let me tell us today, you know the will of God. That's what we find written in the word. That's what Peter was telling the congregation. He said, you know the word. You know exactly what it says. He said, you know the epistles. Let me tell you today why the enemy hates the word of God so bad. Because it conflicts with his spirit. It reveals his nature. And it declares his demise. Peter says, beware that you also be led away with the error of the wicked. I would say this today to the congregation that whether you realize it or not. It is easy to be persuaded by the wicked. Amen. It's easy to have the wool pulled over your eyes. Did you know that? 
Amen. I have great friends that live for God. And I, I talk with them and I'll get into more of this as I, I go into this lesson. And, and I want to tell us today that the words that preachers say right now are numerous. You can find them all across the web. You can find them on every Facebook channel. You can plug up, amen, and get a word of God from anybody. Amen. Let me tell us this. The danger of that, amen, is this. Some of those words are deceiving. Some of them are wrong. Some of them will lead you straight to hell. Some of them are anti-Christ and anti-God. And if you are not spiritually sharp, amen, whether you realize it or not, those words will get inside of you and the next thing you know you'll preach something or believe something that is so against the will of God because somebody said it with a perceived anointing. Oh I'm preaching today in the Holy Ghost. I want you to beware of somebody that looks like they're under the anointing of God and preaches a different message because there's only one message. Hallelujah. Peter said, Beware. Because if you're not careful, you'll be led away with the error of the wicked. There are those spirits that will challenge the word of truth that you possess. Church, the truth is the truth. Let me tell us today again the truth is the truth. The truth is the truth. We must cling to it with every fiber of our being. Amen. I, I want to say this again. The truth is the truth. Amen. Now you may hear somebody that will mimic the truth. You may hear somebody, amen, that might produce some words of truth. Amen. But let me tell you this. The truth is the truth. And you can always give it the word test to find out whether it measure up as the truth. I, we live today in a touchy-feely generation. And I, I'm, I'm just preaching the truth. Everybody wants to feel something. And I get that. I understand that. Amen. But let me tell us this. Amen. The Bible said that the word of God. Amen. Is sharper than any two-edged sword. Dividing asunder soul and spirit. Bone and marrow. If you look up that word dividing asunder. It comes from the Greek word merismos. And it means the cutting away. Amen. It means the dividing asunder. Amen. Let me tell us today you got to have the word of God in your life amen to cut away the soulless nature of your rotten stinking flesh uh, because whether you realize it or not you got it on the inside of you and whether you know it or not it will try itself to destroy you every day uh, what is your defense the word of God uh, I gotta have the word working on the inside of me why because if I'm not careful I will feel something that is not right I hear too many people let me tell us we feel the Holy Ghost don't we amen let me tell you today that whether you realize it or not there's an imitative spirit that feels something like the Holy Ghost amen that might be a surprise to some of you amen we find it written in the word of God this old spirit of Janus and Jambrius what did they do? Moses threw his rod down. They threw their rod down. Amen. In the end, Moses' rod devoured their rod. But I want you to know they still copied the rod. 
Amen. Let me tell you today, there is a copying force that is mimicking the church today. And it is sweeping throughout the land. And it's trying its best, amen, to wreck the church. It's doing its best to convince you that you don't have to live godly. And you ain't got to live holy. And you ain't got to live righteous. And you ain't got to live embedded in the word of God. I got news for you today. Amen. If you're going to discern that spirit, you better have the word of God. He said, if I abide in you, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, ask what you will and it shall be given. We need a revival today. Amen. Of the word of God. We need a revival of a hunger and appetite for the word of God that will shake us and stir us and cause us to be led of the word because when you're led of the spirit if you're not led of the word too if you're not careful the wrong spirit will lead you brother Walden amen I'm above that I'm better than that Demas wasn't one of those mentioned in the word of God Demas wasn't amen he was named among the apostles there Demas great man of God he said he haven't Love the world, he forsook Paul. Amen. I want to tell us today that the truth is the truth. And you've got to cling to it with every fiber of your being. And I want to tell us today that at the end time, we're going to be judged and gauged by the truth of God. Not about how you felt, not about what you perceived, but by the truth. The word of God, does it measure up to the word? Amen. Tell us today what the word says. The word says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord. Amen. Let me tell the church this. He's not three. He's not five. He's not seven. There are some out there today that are teaching that there's seven. Let me tell you today, amen, there's one Lord. Amen. Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord. Amen. James 2 and uh, uh, 19 says this, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Let me tell you something. The devils are monotheistic. They realize and understand that there is one God. There is no confusion in hell. They recognize the power and the authority Authority of the name of Jesus Christ. They know that he is above them and they are below him. I'm here to tell you, amen, when Jesus went to the cross, he conquered death, hell, and the grave. He put all principalities and powers under his feet. Amen, let me tell you today, whether you realize it or not, the enemy that is, that is challenging your soul is already defeated in the name of Jesus. Ah, hallelujah. Praise God. He said, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Amen. The Bible says there is one Lord in Ephesians, one faith. Amen. Three face, five face, 17 face. Amen. I heard it said by many, you know, we all believe the same thing. We're just headed in the, in the same direction. Amen. That is antichrist. Amen. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Amen. What am I telling us today? 
I am reiterating what the word of God, amen, declares in our life. There is one Lord. There is one faith. There is one baptism. Amen. How are we baptized? In the only name given under heaven whereby we must be saved. That name of Jesus. There's no other name that was ever given that anybody was ever baptized in. Hallelujah. Oh my Brother Cook, I, I just don't believe it that way. Listen to me today. Amen. He said, whatsoever you do in word and deed, he said, do it in the name of Jesus. Amen. You've got to do it in the name of Jesus. Praise God. I want you to know today that there's one baptism. Amen. Let me tell us today. Amen. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the word was God. And the word was what? Made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Amen. Let me tell us today. He is the Father in creation. In the beginning, God said. Let me tell us today who spoke that. Amen. The God of eternity. The God of heaven. Amen. The God of your soul spoke the world into existence. He is the Father in creation. He is the Son in redemption. Let me challenge some of our theologies today. God did not die on the cross. Amen. He didn't die on the cross. As a matter of fact, the Bible said God is a spirit. No man has seen God at any time. Amen. But this begotten flesh of God was. Amen. And Jesus Christ died on that hillside. Amen. Called Calvary. Amen. Why are we baptized in the name of Jesus? The Bible said because we're baptized unto his death. Let me tell us something today. The father didn't die. The father didn't die. Only the son could die. Am I still preaching oneness? You better believe I am. Amen. The Bible says if we deny his son, we deny him. And we don't recognize him. Let me tell us today. Amen. People call apostolic people Jesus only. No, sir. Amen. I believe, amen, that he is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But all of these three are one. Amen. There is one person. There are not three persons. There's one person. And that one person, amen, is Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, first and the last, bright and morning star, lily of the valley. He that was and is and is to come. He was dead and now he's alive. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Let me tell you today that if you're not careful, amen, you'll forget that. You would say, I would never forget that. I'm going to tell you today that looking past generations today, amen, there are some of us whose children are not in this house of God. are not in an apostolic church and they have forsaken the apostolic way. 
And many times we will say, well, you know, they're just doing the best that they can. Let me tell you something. There is one Lord, there is one faith, and there is one baptism. Oh, God, I pray every day. Lord, let my children and my generations come to the understanding and hang on to the word of truth that they would never be drugged by the spirit of error amen, into that ungodly thought. I want everybody to know there's only one way to be saved. You've got to repent of your sins. You've got to be buried in the name of Jesus. And you've got to have the Holy Ghost. Without that, you're lost. We're lost. We have to have that in our lives. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all who is above all and through all. And in you all. Amen. Be careful lest that spirit of error drag you down a road that is not the truth. Amen. In Colossians 2 and 8 we find this word beware again. He said beware lest any man spoil the youth through philosophy and vain deceit. After the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ, we got to beware of the mindset of the world, secular humanism, the doctrines of prosperity, amen, that corrupt the church. Let me tell us today, I believe in being blessed. Don't let the devil tell you that I don't. As a matter of fact, I will tell you this. God's plan of prosperity, amen, is surrendering unto God. What is God's? My tithing is the Lord's. The Bible said it belongs to Him. It ain't mine, amen. Now, some of you might think differently, but I don't. I believe it's the Lord's. And I have found through living for God that when I surrender God's part, God blesses my 90%, amen, over and abundant in my life. I want to challenge you. If you're going through something in your life, financially, check your financial system. Oh, just another preacher preaching, giving. No, I'm preaching, receiving. Preaching, receiving. I'm here to tell you today, amen, that you cannot outrun the blessings of God. As a matter of fact, he said this, try me and see. You check me out. That's what he said. You check me out. See if I'm not telling you the truth. Amen. I I have used Sister Marlene so many times. With her permission, I'm going to use her again. She's my friend. Amen. I would go uptown back years and years ago. Sister Marlene had drifted away from God. Amen. But there was something in her that Mama put there. Amen. That the church had, had invested in her. And I would drop by the messenger up there. And while I was in there, Brother Danny, she would say, Here, I got to write you something. And it was her tithing. And she would take, amen, not living for the Lord actively. And she would take that tithing and give it to me. I'd bring it in the church. Amen. We would put it and, and do the work of the kingdom with it. Amen. Let me tell you something. Amen. Because something was not given up. Amen. Let me tell you something. Amen. God stayed close. Uh, God, I believe today that God is always near the backslider. God is always near somebody that drifts away. And he's beckoning and he's saying, come on. Amen. I want to tell you something. That when you get hold of the fundamentals of God uh, and you never let them go, something happens in you. What happened was later in life, amen, because of that giving unto the Lord, it just seemed natural to give the rest unto God. 
And the Lord renewed unto her the Holy Ghost and brought her to a place of salvation in her life. And now she comes to church with a sister and a brother and another sister that's gone on in the Lord. Why? Because she grasped the fundamentals of living for God. I'm here to tell us today, you need to get hold of the Word. My God, you need to get hold of the Word. I'm never going to get finished with this today. Hallelujah. You be careful of the doctrines of devils and the mindset of of humanism, secular humanism. Amen. The Bible said this. In the end time, there would be those that would have a form of godliness, but they would deny the power thereof. What are they denying? They're denying the Holy Ghost, and they're denying the resurrection power. Amen. What is it? It is the power of God unto salvation. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? Because it's the power of God unto salvation. Unto the Jew, unto the Greek. Amen. That is the power of God. There's a lot of people that want to live godly. They want to do good deeds. They want to earn their way into heaven. I got news for you. Unless you come by way of the cross, you ain't never going to make it. You got to get it right if you're ever going to do it. And I'm here to tell you that it's easy to come. All you got to do is surrender and say, Lord, here I am. Hallelujah. Evil spirits that will whisper other things in your ear. For these are the sort which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins. That's what scripture says. And then he says this, from such, turn away. Let me tell us today, if you're hanging around somebody that is preaching anti-God, preaching anti-preacher, and preaching anti-church, you need to get away from them. Because they'll corrupt your mindset. Amen. Hallelujah. Philippians 3 and 2. Beware of dogs. Beware of evildoers. Beware of the concision. Beware of the filthiness of this world and the doctrines of devils that would pollute and pervert the gospel into something unclean. Amen. Let me, let me tell us this. Amen. This beware of dogs. Dogs always stood for an uncleanliness. Amen. Let me preach the truth to some of us today. Amen. There are movements today that are splintering and bursting into a thousand pieces. Amen. Lutheran now, amen, is one of its last victims. And what is happening in even the Methodist movement now is we are seeing an ordination, amen, of people Amen. That uh, uh, men are loving men and women are loving women and they are ordaining the ministry. Amen. In this, what are they doing? They're polluting. Amen. The, the gospel there. They are dragging it down into secular humanism and they are, are tearing it apart and they're wrecking the world. I, I want you to know that is not so. It ought not be so. Oh, God didn't invent you like that. He didn't make you like that. God brought us into this world and he made Adam and Eve he made Adam and Eve he made a man and a woman and I'm here to tell you today amen don't you believe that old corrupt message out there that is sweeping the world what is that that's the doctrine of devils today that is sweeping the world amen if I could preach this longer today I would finally Luke we find this beware of the leaven of the Pharisees which is hypocrisy. Everybody say hypocrisy. 
uh, I want to tell the church this today, that Corinthians 11th chapter is true. You hear what I'm saying? Corinthians 11th chapter is true. Amen. What does it say in Corinthians 11th chapter is true? Is, is true. It says this, that men ought to have short hair and a woman ought to have long hair. Amen. Today I'm not here, amen, to... to uh, to hammer on, on a failure in your life. I'm not here to pick on any certain person. But I want you to know this, that Paul told Timothy this. He said, you better preach the word. And Brother Mason, I want you to know this, that I'm going to preach the word. Amen. I'm going to preach the word. Some may not like it. It may make some upset. Amen. But I'm here to tell you this world is mixed up right now. And Corinthians the 11th chapter, it tells us that a man, amen, he ought to have short hair. As a matter of fact, it says that it's a shame that he have long hair. Amen. I want you to know today that if you're not careful, you can flick over, amen, in your uh, in your Facebook and you can find a thousand long-haired prophets that will prophesy to you of Trump being president and all kinds of garbage going on. I'm here to tell you this. I don't know what's going to wind up there but I know this. I'm going to follow the word of God. I'm going to set my feet in the word of God. I'm going to obey the word of God. Why? Because one day I'm going to be judged by the word. Hear me today. Deuteronomy 22 has never changed. The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth to the man. Neither shall a man that put on a woman's clothing for all that do so are an abomination. Amen. Let me tell the church this also. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees which is hypocrisy. Let me tell the church this today whether you realize it or not. Amen. Holiness is an inside job first. It's an inside job first. What does that mean? That means this. You can dress an outward person all day long. And they can be as rotten as they can be on the inside. Amen. Hear me today. Holiness. Real authentic holiness is this. That we get God on the inside. I've said it like this. You can dress the part. You can act the part. You can walk the part. Amen. You can get your hair doing hemline just right. Amen. But let me tell you something. If you don't love people, you're missing something in your life. Amen. You better be careful of the hypocrisy. Amen. That abides in religious movements. I want you to know God called me to love people. And it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what you look like. God called me to love you and to tell you this. That Jesus loves you and he wants you to be saved. And I'm here to proclaim the message of Christ which is the love of humanity. Hallelujah. Be careful of this old attitude of hypocrisy. I'm, I'm working on finishing. Let me tell you what it will do. It'll point fingers at everybody. It'll think it's better than anybody. I'm going to tell you if there's one that if I had the ability to root out and slay it dead and it would never live again it would be that old spirit of hypocrisy amen I, I can dress the part and act the part and amen and I'm better than you and 
And I don't do what you do. And I don't go where you go. And I got all this going on in my life. Well, listen, congratulations. I'm glad that God revealed holiness unto you. But you better be careful because the Bible said of such were some of you. As a matter of fact, it says this. You better be careful, amen, condemning those that are in that kind of shape. He said, lest that come on you. Amen. Let me tell us today. I was saved by the grace and the mercy of God. And without the grace and the mercy of God, amen, whether you realize that are not we're all lost do I have to live holy yes I do do I have to have the righteousness of Christ in my life yes I do Amen. but let me tell you something he's called me to love people and you will never win people if you don't love people in Genesis the second chapter Jesus told Adam He said, of every tree in the garden, he said, thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil there, he said, thou shalt not eat of it. And the day that thou eatest of it, he said, thou shalt surely die. I'm going to submit that as long as this couple clung to God's word, they were okay. As long as they submitted themselves to the word, they were steadfast. They didn't have problems. As long as they stayed word-centered. Amen. But when it was the cool, not the cool of the day, and the serpent's words were in their face and their ears, the voice of God became distant in their lives. I want to tell this today to the church. There came a moment here that there was no church and no choir And no preacher. I want to tell us this. That it is easy living for God. In the house of God. While we're singing courses of praise and worship. It's easy to live for God. With a preacher that will lay his finger on sin. That's my job. And it's just part of it. Amen. I want us to understand this. That if we're not careful. We'll miss this thing. And we're going to walk outside of the four walls of this church. And I want you to know there always ain't going to be a choir cheering you on. And you always ain't going to have a pastor preaching in your ear. And you better get this thing down in your soul. Ready to live for God. Because in those weak moments you can bank on it. The enemy of your soul, Brother Mason, will come to you. And he'll begin to speak to you. And he'll do his best to convert you. He'll do it. Amen. He'll do it. He'll call on you. And in your weak moments, if you're not careful, you'll make a wrong decision. Why? Because the word of God is distant in our lives. Satan, amen. If if he, amen, could come to us and convince us that God's word was not true, then we would be lost just like Adam and Eve were. It's not true. Satan will always do his best to minimize truth. You'll not surely die. That's what he told them. You'll not surely die. Now, she admitted that the Lord told them they were going to die. He said, you'll not surely die. Amen. And, and what he was saying is this. You really don't believe all of that, do you? Oh, my. Let me ask you, when's the last time you've been asked that? You really believe all that stuff, do you? Are you one of them apostolic people 
Are you one of them holy rollers? Are you one of that crazy bunch of people that run around church? Y'all know what I'm talking about. I was in an office setting one time and it was full of agents. The thing was packed. I'll never forget there was a secretary that I was friends with. We'd had some theological discussion. Another agent and I back behind closed doors. I wasn't picking on anybody. We were just talking about believing the word. The word being true. And he understood what I said. That you, amen, you've got to repent of your sins and be baptized in the name of Jesus. And I'll never forget, amen, in that setting with all of those agents. There had to be 15, 20 of us in that office. Amen. She looked at me and she hollered out loud. She said, Philip Cook, she said, you really believe you got to be baptized to be saved? Right there in front of everybody. She asked the wrong cat that that day. I said, well, the Bible says you do. And I said, now let me ask you, you really don't believe that? You don't believe the Bible? Boy, she ducked her head and crawled off in a little old hole that I didn't want to shame her, but I wanted her to know I'm going to stand for the truth, Brother Donnie. I got to be saved. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's a power of God unto salvation. I believe that you got to go down in the name of Jesus. I believe that your sins have got to be remitted. Hallelujah. Let me tell you today that you better be careful who you're hugging on and who you're whispering and who's whispering in your ear and what they're whispering. Because I'm going to tell you, you can have somebody look right and act right that'll be whispering something that is anti-God. The devil has made it his mission to disconnect you from the word of God. Because if he can disconnect you from the word, he can get you to sin. Did you know that? If he can disconnect you, if he can separate you from the word of God, he'll get you to sin. That's the truth. Amen. Lord, let me hide thy word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The Holy Ghost will lead and guide me into all the truth, but I'm washed by the water of the word. devil has made it his mission to disconnect you amen to get you away from the word of God amen you don't need to go to church today who do those people think they are telling you those kind of things you got to go to the house of God amen uh, those those voices will whisper in your ear you, you, you mean you you mean you you go to the house of the Lord every day uh, uh, all week, Sunday and Wednesday and Bible study and prayer meeting. You, you mean you do that? Let me tell you something. That devil will whisper in your ear on your job site. I mean, some of your family members will challenge you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you today that some of your biggest challenges in life will be your family members. Amen. You see, the devil knows that if he can disconnect you from the word... That he can get you. Amen. And then he'll diminish the word. Let me tell us how. You don't really believe that preacher do you? Mm. You don't have to submit yourself to those kind of people. 
Let me tell you something. If these spirits can make you doubt the messenger, they'll make you doubt the message. That's the truth. But let me tell us this. Hell has been after the preacher since the beginning of time. You can find that, that it took Jesus' brother amen, in Jerusalem and it beheaded him. And it said this, that, that when the old emperor looked and said when he saw that it pleased the people to kill James, he sought after Peter. Let me tell you today, you better be careful joining yourselves in league with somebody that wants to destroy the preacher. And you better know where it's coming from and what spirit is causing this kind of corruption because in this day, it is challenging authority like it has never challenged it before. Amen. You mean, you, you mean you're going to believe that preacher right there? Amen. Let me give us a word today. Romans 10 said, How shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe on him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Want you to hear me today, you've got to have a preacher in your life just like I've got to have one in my life. 1 Corinthians says this, it pleased God that by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. I've got to have a preacher in my life. I've, I've likened it like this. You can take, you can buy tobacco product from behind the counter. I can say this because I smoked for years. You can buy that tobacco product and you can put it in your pocket and walk around unconvicted, unbothered, because it's just what we do. On that pack of cigarettes or pack of chew or pack of whatever it is, you'll find that the Surgeon General has warned you that tobacco will cause you to grow two heads. The fleas of a thousand camels will infest your armpits. You'll get lung cancer and birth defects and all of that kind of stuff. But we can buy that and take it and put it in our pocket and never be bothered about it one time. But you let somebody say, hey, that'll wreck your health right there. You'll get aggravated about it. Because there's something about the spoken now let me tell you about this today. God has ordained preachers to preach the word. And Satan in the last day is desiring to kill the preacher. That's right. You're going to find that in the end time, stand with me. You're going to find that in the end time in the book of Revelation. There's going to be two prophets that are going to rise up. That are ordained of God and they are going to preach the gospel. You know what they're going to do to those two prophets, Brother Jim? They're going to slay them in front of the entire world. Why? Because it convicts the hearts of men to have the word of God preached to us today. You mean you're going to hear the preacher? You'll listen to the preacher? I want us to hear this today. 
This is not usually what a pastor preaches, but I'm going to give it because it's in the Word. Hebrews 13 and 17 says this. Obey them that have rule over you. And submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give an account that they may do it with joy and not grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Let me tell you something. You need to try the spirits that are speaking in your ear, speaking in your telephone, and whispering to you on the parking lot. And if they are directing you in a word that is against that word of God, then I want you to know where that spirit is coming from. Straight out of the pits of hell. And it desires to wreck your spiritual life. It wants... It does not want you to be edified nor lifted up. If you want to try the Spirit, give them the word test. It works every time. Does the message that they are preaching, does it conflict with the word of God? Sister Julie, if it conflicts with the word of God, then it's an antichrist message. It's just that simple. Does the message they are preaching, does it tear down? Or does it edify? Does it build up? Does the message that they are preaching, and it, this can be from anybody, does it edify the body in love? Or does it promote division in their message? Is it accusatory? The church to hear me very carefully today. Paul's farewell to Timothy, his beloved son in the gospel, he gave him strict instruction regarding the word. He said, I charge thee therefore before God. If you're a preacher in this place, I want you to raise your hand today. Raise them high. It's okay. I want you to know that those that are raising your head whether you realize it or not, you have received a charge from the Lord. Brother Mason, of not preaching feel-goodism, but of preaching the Word of God because it's salvation to my soul. He said, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at His appearing and His kingdom. He said, preach the Word. If you're a preacher, I want you to raise your hand today. I feel the Holy Ghost. Brother John, preach the word. Brother Bennett, preach the word. Don't be afraid about it. Mr. Hussey, preach the word. Brother Talsman, preach the word. Preach the word, Brother Jim. Brother Mason, preach the word. Brother Josh, preach the word. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't worry about people casting stones and despising you. They hated Jesus first. Preach the word. Because when the day comes that the word is no longer preached, men will not be saved anymore. That's the truth of the word of God. 
You need to try the spirits and see whether they be of God. And you better have a preacher in your life. Whether this one or someone else that will preach to you the word of God without being ashamed. Without holding back. Because I'm telling you above anything else in this world, you got to be saved. you got to be saved. Be careful of just having a preacher that you like his mannerisms, his way of speaking a message. And I, I give honor to all of those that can do that so beautifully. I'm just an old, coarse preacher that preaches the word. But I will tell you this, that I promised the Lord when I began to preach that I would preach the word and that word would fall where it lay. Brother Danny, it'll heal, it'll bless, it'll save as long as we preach the word. He said, be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come. Everybody say, it's now. For time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap unto themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. Let me tell the church, you've got to have the word in your life. And if you're going to try the spirits that challenge all of you, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this to us all. Every one of us are tried by these spirits. Every one of them will speak unto you. Every one of them. Some of you will go home today and it'll meet you in your house. I want you to know today you got to have the word of God, Brother Bogle, to be saved. Could we just lift our hands and love him today?